The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. It is indeed that time again. Welcome back to Afternoons with Mike here on The Shepherd. I am in Studio A, our big studio here at the studios. And uh, I have with me today a couple of people that I met back, I believe, in 19, if I'm not mistaken. That's when. We were all together at the Christian Chamber meeting. I met that day Shirley Draper, who is here representing an organization that both Barry and Shirley are involved in, and that's the Citrus Alliance for the Arts. Uh, I was excited to hear back then. I know that um, they never dreamed, nor did I, nor did any of us, that uh, that uh, plan would be delayed a little bit, uh, affected by the pandemic, but then again, what didn't? That's right. <laughs> and then Barry is here representing his company, uh, Draper Financial Services. This is a couple married almost as long as I have been, 44 years That's of right. marriage. Congratulations. Thank so you. I'd like to just say welcome officially to Barry and Shirley Draper. Hey, Mike. Thank, Thank you. you. It, it is great to have you in the studio. Thank you. And to talk about this, you know, uh, this whole thing, I, I bring up uh, this chamber quite often on our program because it's been for us and for me personally it's been a real connector yes um, i moved mm-hmm. back to orlando myself that year 19 and uh, found myself but even before cindy and i literally moved back to orlando from gainesville found ourselves getting immersed in this organization the christian chamber and our good friend mark goldstein back right. then and now Mark and uh, I will be together today talking with the new president, Crystal Parker, later today as we are bringing in uh, Crystal for Mark's program called The Shepherd at Work, and it's produced right here. So all of that to say, that chamber is a great connector, and I know that you've benefited from that in both of your businesses and organizations as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, how long were you part of the chamber before I met you? Well, so, uh, we had just begun with uh, the chamber. Well, I've been a yeah. uh, member of the chamber actually since uh, since I started the insurance business uh, right. back in 2011. Uh, joined the, the the chamber pretty much as soon as I started into uh, financial services and insurance. Okay. But now Citrus Alliance, uh, on the other hand, that's a relatively new uh, entity, and that that came into being around 2019, and that's when. That's okay, so you time. you were part of the meetings then, yes. but you've been a part since 2011. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and you've seen a lot of changes in this oh, area yes. since that Very happened. much so. Yeah, both in the chamber and in Orlando as well. Right, oh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, we watched the changes. We moved away from Orlando in 02 and moved to Gainesville to be part of a church in Gainesville. I was part back then, I was one of the, I moved down here in 85 to be part of what is now Metro Life Church. And so we joined with Phil Corson, my good friend up in Gainesville in 02. So we moved away about 17 years after moving here. Then we were up there for 17 years. And now here we are back uh, in in Orlando, really uh, the city that I moved to and we love it. So it's really great to know that we've seen all these changes. You've seen changes a lot. lot. And, uh, it's a great area. Uh, Florida, we often joke about it, called the great free state of Florida. Oh, we yes. love it. <laughs> yes. And just experienced um, uh, some nights back the big election that has seen now a continuance of our governorship yes. uh, led by Ron DeSantis, and he's done a great job in keeping Florida free. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to think he saved my life. I actually uh, had COVID in, in August of 21, and uh, of course, he, uh, he he arranged for uh, monoclonal antibodies to be available, and um, I, I took the antibodies on a Sunday afternoon and went into the hospital on Monday uh, that followed with uh, COVID pneumonia. Oh, my goodness. And uh, yeah. then on, um, on uh, Wednesday, they came into my room and said, Mr. Draper, we're kicking you out. You have antibodies. You're going to be okay. We need your bed. So 
I give glory to God for healing me, but I also credit uh, the the antibodies for being av- made available for and, me. As and well. isn't it sad that those antibodies were kind of ended, right? And seemingly, uh, for no uh, no scientific reason at all, right? It really worked. Those yeah. monoclonal antibodies, those uh, saved so many people's lives, yeah. and I think those many many people who died yeah. could have been prevented with those same treatments that you receive. I believe I would have had a different uh, fate. Of course, it's all in God's hands. That's right. uh, Ultimately, yes. But uh, he used used that medicine to bring healing to me, and uh, I'm appreciative Mm. that it was available. Were you scared, Shirley, when you looked at all that? I was, because I had COVID as well, and uh, the children were calling us, and if you've had COVID, it's almost like you're spaced out and uh, so they were very concerned, but we were both very sick with it, and um, they were concerned because I had asthma. Oh, but yeah. then when he started getting sick and was getting worse and worse, and uh, we took the COVID test, you know, and we had it both, and uh, so it was it was very frightening, and um, we went and got the antibodies done and then uh, then he went in the hospital and um, he I just got on my knees and I said Lord I, I can't make decisions first of all they would not let me go back with him and, and that's uh, one of the sad yes. things that happened with this whole thing mm-hmm. is that the separation that happened with yes. families it's just unthinkable yeah. and we I couldn't you know I told them do not give him um, the Remdesivir. Remdesivir. That's what it is. And of course, I was just so upset I couldn't even be with. They wouldn't even let me stay in the lobby or anything. So I had to go back home by myself. And I was feeling better already. But uh, when he got in the hospital, the reason why he was not getting better was that he found out he was diabetic. So oh, okay. That it took a little longer when we found out he was diabetic, and they yeah. gave him insulin. He got better immediately and so his uh, body was finding another problem and they they did say and we did hear this Mm -hmm. from the beginning that people with what they call comorbidities that's right were more greatly affected Mm -hmm. negatively than those that would have been otherwise healthy that's right and the last time i had been to the doctor actually was two years earlier i had been to the doctor in july of of, uh, 19 and uh, my my sugar numbers and all that was completely normal and uh, so i had no clue i was I was diabetic until they mm. tested me in the hospital. Well, you're, you're diabetic. That's why you're having so many difficulties and problems wow. with this. So. so the treatment then happens for both of these it, maladies. That's right. Yeah. Yes. You know, although I will have to say this, Barry, during COVID, it's almost like all other maladies, in, including problems like that one, took a, a second seat because all the news was talking about. I mean, it's almost like people who needed cancer treatments were not getting them, right. not mm-hmm. getting them, or they were being delayed. Uh, that happened often. So I'm so grateful to hear that you made it through because a yes, lot amen. of people did not who had that COVID pneumonia. I know. Mm-hmm. And were you guys under Omicron or was it uh, the first version? No, mine was the D variant. The D variant. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful that you guys made it through and that you're healthy now. And Thank you. And yes, uh, it was. Uh, I have a funny story about it, though. Uh, you know, God has a sense of humor. And uh, he was in the hospital, and so during that time, me coming out of COVID, um, I got a burst of energy and was cleaning up and everything, so I went to the hospital, picked him up, and uh, so about a month and a half later, Barry walks in, and he says, what is this? And I said, what are you talking about? He says, we have a bill from Home Depot that is $500. I said, what are you talking about? He says, did you go to Home Depot? And I went... I think I did, but I don't remember. <laughs> and so we went out in the garage, and I had bought a Dremel, a saw, and a whole bunch of stuff. I don't even remember oh it. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> I enjoy working with my hands. Okay. And I'm an artist, so I do that. And uh, so I always claim COVID brain. Okay, and that, that's yes. your appeal right there. That's, that's your it. defense. Exactly. I, I, yeah. I tell her she was just spending the insurance money a little prematurely, <laughs> I think. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, news of your insurance claim for death That's was right. greatly exaggerated. Exactly right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a Just bit premature. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is great. How did you guys meet? Oh, oh go ahead. Okay. I'll let you handle that. <laughs> well, we were high school sweethearts. We met in chorus, 
And uh, also, we were in drama together. He was in high school band. Um, I was 16, and uh, he was 17. They should do a song like that. Yeah, you something. are 16. Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds like a yeah. great lyric right there. <laughs> That's right. And um, we dated. Uh, he was two grades ahead of me, and so he graduated and went to college. And uh, I stayed and finished my education. And uh, then I joined him in college in Williamsburg, Kentucky, Cumberland College. Oh, beautiful yeah. college. Yeah. I was a child bride, so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Did you get married while yes. you were in college? Oh, yes. Well, yes. right mm. at Go ahead. Yes, right. He was in college, and I just graduated from high school. Right. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, that's what I mean. You got yeah. married right mm -hmm. away. Then. Right away. You really mm -hmm. were a child bride. I was. I, I was. was. I was 19. She was 18 yeah. when we yeah. married. Wow. My wife was 19 when uh, she got married me. Uh -huh. I was 23. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, mm -hmm. um, you take the cake on that one. Yeah. That's why you both look so young yeah. and married 44 years. Yes. I, th I think, I bet you people have a hard time believing you when you tell them how long you've been married. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's shocking. Going on 45 years, three kids, all married, serving the Lord. And uh, we were worship pastors in, in the ministry for 40 years. And uh, all of our children love the Lord and are serving the Lord. Oh, and wonderful. I have nine grandchildren. So I'm very grateful for that. That's God wonderful. Has been good. God yeah. has been good. Cindy and I just had our 10th earlier this year. Wow. How about that? So we're you right there. Us. I mean, we're in the same kind of uh, oh, life sorry. conditions. Although I'm betting, I don't know how many, how, what's the oldest grandchild's age? 12. 12. 12. Mine's 21. Wow. Oh, wow. So yeah. my daughter uh, and her husband uh, started a little earlier. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've got children now, grandchildren, ranging from four months to 21, wow. almost 22. So wow. that's crazy. It's, it is. It's kind of funny because um, when you have grandchildren and you start keeping the grandkids, Technology has changed oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. We were keeping our oldest grandson one time, and he was about six years old. And so my son, we were keeping them, and so my son goes, okay, you use this remote for the TV, this one for the DVR, this one and everything, and turn this on. It was so complicated. <laughs> and so we put the kids to bed, and they leave, and we look at each other like, I don't even know how to turn the TV on. So I walk in there, and I go, Josh. And I woke my grandson up and I said, can you turn the TV on for Queenie and Papa Bear? He comes in, he's half, you know, he's tired and he goes, click, click, click. Can I go yeah. back to bed now? Yeah, no and I problem went, yes, for them. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> They've got that down. I yeah. know. So, so one, one of my favorite lines from uh, the movie Home Alone is that line where uh, Kevin looks back and the, was asked a question about technology and he said, are you kidding? I'm, I'm his age. And he goes, everyone knows that. Yes. <laughs> that's really that true. That is exactly right. And we found our little grandkids programming the computers yes. and uh, somehow going through several clicks, getting logged into uh, mm -hmm. the Disney channel on, t yes. <laughs> how did that happen? Yes. Well, Shirley, weren't you the remote control for your father? Yes, I was. I, I was so. a remote. We had ah, three channels yeah. and Shirley, uh, go change the go channel. Change go the turn channel. up the TV. <laughs> yeah. Turn up the TV. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that you know, my dad told me. I growing up, I heard this. Uh, some when I was five years old, we we had to walk ten miles both ways to school, yeah. uphill both ways. You know, yeah. yes, that's the old joke Here about that. Carrying a hot that. potato. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And now uh, my joke was to my kids. Uh, you know, when I was young, uh, you you had to walk all the way across the room to change the channels. That's right. That's and you right. only had three choices for That's crying right. out loud back then. And it went off at 12. That's 12 right. midnight. You got that nice, you know, the yes. national anthem yep. and the pattern, mm -hmm. the, you know, that registration pattern. Mm -hmm. That's right. There's a lot of kids look at us now and they think, what in the world are you talking yes. about? This is not the way it is in life now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful in a lot of ways that things are better and different. But boy, oh boy, I sure miss the simplicity that oh, we right. had. Back then, mm -hmm. no question. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I know you've got lots of things that you could look back. Married young. Yes. Um, where were what, what did you stay in Kentucky for a while after that? We did. We uh, were at a church, a couple of churches in Kentucky, 
and uh, then we moved to uh, back to Georgia, where we're from. I know you can't tell I'm from Georgia. No, I would never have known. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we were, we've been at several churches through Georgia and, and Florida. In fact, we were in St. Pete in the 90s uh, at a church, and um, then we moved back to Georgia. So, so it sounds like another area where you and I uh, mm-hmm. kind of share some past yes. activities would be you were involved in worship leading. That's right. Yes. As a worship yes. leader? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I was a minister of music is the old term Oh yeah, that they would use. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, that was actually what uh, my degree out of the University of Cumberland's, as it is known now, uh, was a church music degree and uh, emphasis wow. in choral music and voice. Okay, so you sing a lot. Did you play too? Uh, I, I, the piano? Oh, not in public. I play enough to have gotten myself right. through proficiency for my degree. But, but you're uh, one of those people where your voice was your instrument. Voice, and I, I play some woodwind, saxophone, that sort of thing. All right. Too, so. yeah, did you ever do that in... Uh, uh, a church once services. or twice. Yeah. Yeah. I used to play sax that I, I was that? a, I was go. an alto sax player yeah. and uh, my first foray into music and playing in churches was when I was 10 years old playing alto sax, reading the music. Cause that church I attended actually had charts and everything right. for their, their mm-hmm. orchestra. Mm-hmm. And I got to do that at How age fun. 10. That was That's a blast. Great. Gave me a lot of experience, but boy, I got, I was, dis- I was uh, exposed to guitar and that changed my life. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. That's so cool that you did that. So mm-hmm. you did that in Georgia that's as well right. as Kentucky some. Uh, anything in Florida? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Shirley said, yeah. we were in St. Pete for about seven years, yeah. I would say, uh, in the 90s. Left there in 99, went back to Georgia for a stint, and then moved back here in mm-hmm. 2011. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. What church did you attend in St. Pete? Uh, it was Northeast Park Baptist Church. All right. There in St. Petersburg. Beautiful right area. the bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. just an awesome area. It's so funny because when they, you know, they always want to get two for the price of one. Yeah. So that's always say, a great deal, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And they would look at Barry and say, and then they would look at me and say, do you play the the piano? And I would say, no, but I play the radio very well. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> oh, that's great. But you both sing. and That's yes. right. And that's yes. that's really fun. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, you know, to, to know that you have that kind of heritage, I'm sure that passed along to some degree to your kids too, right? Yes. Oh, it did. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, hey. we're thrilled the way, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult as you, you probably know with uh, PKs and uh, mm-hmm. ministers kids. Of course, we, we always say the reasons they have problems is they're always playing with the deacons. Kids. That's right. You blame mm-hmm. the but, deacons uh, kids. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, our kids all serve the Lord and, um, and we're, we're very proud of all of them. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, our youngest son, uh, uh, Corey is on staff. Uh, works with Andy Stanley up in the Atlanta area at uh, Woodstock City oh, Church, uh, one of their campuses up there. So That's we're very great. proud of them. Our oldest son, Tony, uh, lives in Jacksonville, Florida, and is also a musician. Kind of uh, followed uh, followed us uh, through ministry that way, and uh, serves his church in Jacksonville, uh, playing now guitar and uh, and drums for uh, River City Church there in Jacksonville. My guest today in the studio, and we've been learning a little bit about their background, their love for God, their love for each other, Barry and Shirley Draper, and we're going to get into the Citrus Alliance for the Arts when we return, and we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Barry and Shirley. This is Afternoons with Mike, and you're on the Shepherd Radio. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando, offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Back again in the studio here, and we're in Studio A at the Shepherd Studios, and I am so privileged to have with me Barry and Shirley Draper. We heard in segment one about their background, and they got married young, real young, 19 and 18, and uh, been together all of these years, 44 years. It's so refreshing to talk to a couple that I believe, you know, there's no doubt about it. The grace of God has been with you, and we give God glory for not only sustaining your marriage, but also giving you kids that are following in the footsteps of faith. That's a big deal. 
And I, I can tell you so many couples that I know of that are faithful to the Lord, that, that was not their experience. So we look back, I mean, Cindy and I are enjoying that very same thing. All four of our kids are Amen. involved in ministry and serving in the churches. And my son is actually on the staff um, at a church in Dallas. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, is our senior pastor's wife mm-hmm. at our church now. So my son-in-law is the pastor at Metro. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting to enjoy all of that as well. That's, mm-hmm. that's really a blessing, it isn't is it? It is a blessing. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad for that for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talked about the, back, the fact that both of you are involved in not only music, but in, to some degree in acting as well and being a part of productions. Barry, let's start with you real quick. Did you take part in like plays in high school? Uh, yes, actually, uh, that's one of the ways that, that we kind of were attracted to each other. Um, I was involved in everything arts, and the, the story goes with that. It's kind of funny. I was a, a kind of a sports guy until I hit ninth grade, and um, tragedy kind of struck in my uh, ninth grade year. My, my father was killed in an airplane crash, and he oh was kind of the goodness. catalyst behind my being oh. active and involved in sports. But beyond that, I, I can remember going into my 10th grade year, uh, we had spring practice. That was back in the junior high days. You know, you had junior yeah. high, seventh, seventh and eighth nine. grade. Yeah, junior high. And then you'd go to high school in the tenth, where I oh, and where I lived. Eighth okay. and ninth for you. Okay, yeah, so got we had it. we had junior high football. So in the ninth grade, I was playing football, and we went to spring practice uh, uh, going into my tenth grade year. And of course, my father had had been killed just months earlier. And uh, oh, but I'm so but sorry. The the thing that happened was um, I started you know to go hit people that I used to put on their behinds in football. I like to be the hitter, not the hittee, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Right. And I would bounce off of them. They had grown a foot taller than me. And um, uh, I'm like looking around saying, maybe I better go find something else to do because this yeah. isn't working out so well anymore. So I happened to sign up. Uh, they had a registration for classes and I went and they, they had a table out there for uh, for chorus. And I just happened to sign up for a chorus, the intermediate chorus going into the 10th grade as a elective. And that kind of started me out um, with my my singing and finding out that I had a, a singing voice. Mm-hmm. And um, we uh, spent that first uh, quarter in the intermediate chorus. And then uh, the advanced chorus at this particular high school was very well known for their their music and, and very well known statewide for being excellent. Uh, their ad- advanced chorus had 24 members in it, and most of them were seniors, only a couple of juniors, and an uh, audition group. And uh, here I am as a sophomore, and one of the seniors in the bass section, uh, was their parent was in the service, and they left in the middle of his senior year, the area, and there was a spot opened up. And the, the director came and said, I want you to audition for that spot. And I didn't have any inkling that I would get that, but I tried out for it. And sure enough, I was, I was moved into that section and before long, all, all core, uh, all state chorus and just all of that. So wow. I, I, and I was already a dedicated Christian at the time. And so I was very sensitive to that. Hey, I'm coming up into my, um, years where I need to decide what I'm doing with my life. And I, I, it was at that time that I felt God's leading and calling in my life in, in the area of ministry and uh, more specifically, then, you know, as at going into my senior year and all uh, that was happening, it was very apparent to me that I needed to serve the Lord in music. Uh, but back to your original question about the drama, uh, senior year, uh, our, our choir program presented a musical every May, mm-hmm. and our we had a drama department, and they always had a, a class play. Uh, and it ended up that May, I was the lead in both. I was the lead in Little Mary Sunshine, which is a, a musical that was developed way back in the 50s. And uh, I was Paul Berenger in Up the Down Staircase for oh, the drama wow. department. Yeah. And I, I was actually the, the lead in both of those things. So uh, I've always enjoyed that. And then, Shirley, you want to pick up how what, what you did maybe yes, in, in uh-huh. high school? and. Yeah, I, um, my, I've always been involved in music, always loved, always sang. My daddy was a gospel singer, so I grew up with um, the Gaithers and the Neelands oh, yeah. and all of that yeah. in Marietta, Georgia. So um, I was very familiar with music and sang all my life, sang in church, and um, came to the high school and um, 
I wanted to join the chorus, and so I tried out and got into the advanced chorus where Barry was, and that's where we met. And I also joined drama and really enjoyed that. That was my sweet spot. And um, we then got married. Um, I had several lead roles in high school. Got married, and I wasn't going to go to college. Um, I was working, and he was in college full-time and um, part-time at a church. And then Barry came home one day, and he said, look, you need to audition for this part in Shenandoah. And I was like, I'm not even a member. I mean, I'm not even in, you know, college. He says, no, no, I think you'd be good at it. And I said, okay. So I went auditioning and got the lead role. Wow. And uh, it, it just took off from there. I was in the theater department, started college, and um, did a lot of, did plays and musicals. Did you work all through your college years doing that? I did most of it until... Um, we he barry graduated and went full-time at a church and uh kind of fell into that role of being a minister's wife mm -hmm. and the opportunities were not there in kentucky to do that and then when we moved to marietta we moved to a very large church and it was very busy and i was busy being a minister's wife and having children and really felt my stride and um women's ministry mm -hmm. and uh but still trying to finish my school so i tried for many years to finish my degree uh in doing that um but i also kind of fell into something that i found community theater and really enjoyed it because it uh really um helped me with that need of wanting to act but then barry and i decided to do musicals in church and we would do huge productions we would have orchestras we would write the plays we would add music and uh that was when i really found my love for directing mm. because i could tell barry what to do that's and right I that. <laughs> and i let her it didn't yeah. take me long to see that she was the expert at she had the eye and the skill yeah. For, yeah. for directing. You guys are a delightful couple, and I like the way you even play off of all of that. But that's all just so much fun to hear mm -hmm. how that God is just continuing to that's take right. your path and unfold things that really mm -hmm. you love, but you're getting to do them in ways that you would right. not have foreseen. Well, you know, he is the great creator. He is. And he... Yes pours that creation, that creative uh, entrepreneurial spirit, and that's what I call, and um, that longing was still there, but the church does not embrace the creative spirit as much. You know, if you want to do music, that's okay, but anything else, they really don't support it. Mm -hmm. So if you are a creative and God's given you that gift, you have to go outside the church to be able to do that, which is fine because that's Christian Chamber, our creative you know, space to do that. Well, and God mm -hmm. calls us to go that's out into right. the world and to be mm -hmm. salt and light out that's into the right. world. Yeah, so. it's, it's not a bad thing. No. I know there are a lot of churches that really yeah. do embrace the arts. Right. We've got a, a group uh, that I've interviewed here before. It's called, uh, I believe it's... Uh, God's uh, God's way or God's church. Uh, I'm I'm thinking Sammy uh, uh, Pavlak is the uh, sure. pastor, and do you know God's Sammy? House. God's house. God's house. That's yeah. the name of the church. We know yeah. Sammy very yeah, well. We oh, Sammy! Friends. Oh yeah. my goodness! Our well, daughter came, yeah. worked for Disney, okay. and that's how we ended up down here. Oh, that's great! But um, as I'm going through and doing all of that, I just really started asking the Lord. You know, how can I use my gifts for you? And uh, we would have uh, music camps and art camps and kids come in and uh, it became an outreach and we would join the community um, uh, theaters and found out that we were getting outside of the walls of the church yeah. and we were able to minister so much more and getting people and winning them to the Lord and showing the Lord to them yeah. and that situation. And... Uh, so I began really um, asking the Lord how he can use my creative talent for him. So I went and I became the regional director for Actors, Models, and Talent Convention. I went through their system and I had an acting school in Georgia. 
and uh, we would do a casting call and we would train professional, you know, actors for professional work and models uh, behind the camera and for the camera, how to talk to agents. And that's a big need in yes. Georgia. It's, mm-hmm. I had uh, an interview with a, uh, a Georgian filmmaker just two days ago, mm-hmm. and he said he called it the Hollywood of the South. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really believe that uh, Orlando's becoming Broadway of the South because we had auditions. A lot of people were had just moved from New York and Isn't Broadway. that something? So I, um, my daughter went through the same uh, teaching, and she ended up in California, and then uh, was Alice in Wonderland uh, in Hong Kong, helped them open up the Hong Kong, and then came back down to Florida and worked with Disney and the Finding Nemo show and did several things. So during that time, I'm the regional director and have acting classes and uh, just loved it. Barry would do voice for me. I'd have acting uh, teachers that I had and do we would do several productions and uh, some of our children got the golden ticket and went on um, for American, American Idol. Idol oh really yes and we had some of our actors that were on Disney of course I claim Ashley my daughter you know doing that and so that's when I really found out that that area that um, really had been one of the mountains that Satan had taken over we talk about the seven mountains that we need to take back you know and one of them's art entertainment mm-hmm. yeah and so i went and uh finished my degree in arts management from the university of massachusetts so Amherst. after all that work yes. all those years mm-hmm. you did indeed finish that yes, degree i did but it, isn't it cool to see yes. how that the aim of, of what you started off with, yes. it, it changed as, as the mm-hmm. way became more clear. Yes. And, you know, we go through different stages of life. And at that time, I needed to be a mommy and I needed to be a pastor's wife, minister's wife, and learned so much from that and uh, used it oh, now and different things that we've done. And God doesn't waste anything. He uses everything. And... Um, so I'm for, so grateful for that. And so after I got my degree, we moved down here, and uh, I finished my degree when we were down here. And um, I said, I'm going to walk. It was I'd finished online. <laughs> You've done all that work. <laughs> and I said, I am going to walk. Yes. I'll be the oldest student there, but I'm going to walk. So we went up to um, Massachusetts, and I walked. <laughs> And, I um, bet to the cheers of the crowd, oh, right? Oh, yes, and yeah. my children surprised me, and they were there, and it was just uh, something that I had wanted to do, and it was a goal. And uh, so that's when being in Claremont, where we live, um, and my daughter lived at the time. She was still Disney. She was the Little Mermaid. She was Cindy Lou Who and Grinchmas. And we would be walking in a grocery store and she said, oh, there's so-and-so. I work with them or I work with them and realized that a lot of talent mm-hmm. lived in Claremont because you could Is go that, the back way sure, the to close, Disney. Sure, went down 27 yes, or whatever. Or, 27. Right, yeah. And um, I said, there's a lot of talent here. And, uh, and of course, we noticed over the past few years that um, – People were being let go from Disney and Universal and all of that, and they were searching on how to use their gifts. But they had to come on this side of Orlando to do it. And I said, we need to do that here uh, in Lake County on the west side because there's so much talent here that I really believe that we have that type of talent here. Wow. Uh, so uh, during 2019, we went to Washington, D.C. for the prayer walk, I believe. Is that mm. when the prayer yeah. walk was? And uh, the Bible Museum in Washington, D.C. was having a show on their Pure Flix stage called Amazing Grace the Musical. Yes. And I was like, this sounds really cool. Let's go see it. We'll come to find out it was the last show. They had ended it, and we found out more about it. They'd been on Broadway, opened the same day as Hamilton. Just a little bit of competition there. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. In 2016, did an off-Broadway tour, did a little bit of a tour, and ended up at the Bible Museum for about a year, and then they ended the show, and we happened to be there at the last show. 
So I went up, and because it was the last show, many of the people that were involved in bringing Amazing Grace were there. And so I went up to them, and I said, I want to produce and direct this show. Can I? And they were like, um, we hadn't thought about that. We, we're we just ending professionally, so uh, let me give you a number. So I went home, followed it up, and they didn't know who I was. And so they, I had to give them a resume, and they checked it out and said, yes, she was qualified to direct. So we started the, um, started the road on, you know, finding a place to have it, you know, raising money. And we were going to start auditions and the pandemic. Hit. Then it hit. And that was the, that's where we were when we first uh, met you guys. It was right, right at that mm-hmm. first stage. And I know you were very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, although I did not remember th- that at that time you already knew the, the play that you were going to be working yes. on. I had mm-hmm. not heard that. Mm-hmm. But boy, the pandemic hit. Yes. And it's almost like a, a shot between the eyes. I mean, yes. it's, it just seemed like a killer. Mm-hmm. And we were very disappointed. But now I know why. Because um, so many people from Broadway have moved down here. Mm-hmm. And when we had auditions six weeks ago, I think, six or seven weeks I would say, well, how did you hear about us? And it was on Facebook and everything. And I said, where do you live? Oh, we just moved here. Where did you move from? Well, I was on Broadway. Oh, my goodness. And I said, really? Why did you move down here? And they said, because you're free. We can do, we can work. Yeah. We can't work in, can't work in New, New York. York. Yeah, it's so sad. I can't afford to live right. in New York. And we wow. can afford to live here. That's happened. Uh, I'm going to be up against a break again here in just a moment. So we're going to pick this story up in a moment. The Citrus Alliance for the Arts, and they're putting on this wonderful musical, which we're going to hear more about. Amazing Grace the Musical. Wow, that's so exciting. Barry and Shirley Draper, my guests, will be back with them in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. Turning 65 or already on Medicare? Have you tried to compare Medicare supplement plans? Are you sick and tired of the awful TV commercials where washed-up football players confuse you even more? Speak with a licensed independent insurance agent today. Call 407-965-4166 now. Or visit Affordable One Insurance in Winter Park, Florida, and discuss what is important for you. Be sure to ask us about dedicated senior medical centers. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top train comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. The time is flying by, so enjoying my chat today with Barry and Shirley Draper, and uh, we've, we've been talking the, about how this wonderful organization that Shirley has uh, conceived and God just dropped it in her heart. It's called the Citrus Alliance for the Arts. And it is based in the Claremont area where you guys yes. live. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about how that time over the last couple of years in some ways uh, would have looked like it was going the wrong direction. But then you find out that these events are actually bringing a lot of Broadway area talent, Mm -hmm. Broadway, literal Broadway. We're talking about people who performed on Broadway, Mm -hmm. moving to Claremont just to kind of escape New York, Mm -hmm. to kind of come down to the free state of Florida Mm -hmm. where they can work and they can live. And did any of them know up front that they were going to have an opportunity to work with you? No, they, um, and when they came, they said, we remember when this opened on Broadway, and we were very excited about it. And so when we saw that you were doing this musical, we want to be a part of it. Wow. So we had several people. Um, we have a professional opera singer. Uh, we have several that have been on Broadway. And uh, it's just been a wonderful experience how God has opened doors for us to meet wonderful people that have been a part of Orlando, Disney, 
but mm-hmm. also the people that are coming in trying to find work. I've got a, a sense of humor. I have to interrupt you a second. That God's sense of humor, you've, you've been telling a, a beautiful story, and it's all true about how you know talent is moving here, but uh, we, uh, we had difficulty finding our lead, uh, our lead role, John Newton, um, extraordinarily so. And uh, we, we listened to several people audition for it, and they, they were talented, but they just weren't. Wasn't that, it, it wasn't quite right, there. Right. So the reason I, I'm chuckling listening to Shirley's story is our, our John Newton is actually living in Kansas, uh, in Can- or Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, uh, so he's flying back and forth for a rehearsal. So mm-hmm. not everybody is local, is, is yeah. kind of wanted, yeah. wanted to put in here. But yeah. um, he's he's exactly the person that mm-hmm. uh, we were looking for and and. Uh, he, he has been in Orlando a lot yes, uh, over the he last, comes a lot. He, he comes a lot here, but he actually lives in, uh, in Kansas. How City. often are the rehearsals going on? Well, we have been rehearsing Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, uh, we've, that we've been doing that since October, the first of October. Okay. And so we're pr- practicing the music, doing the blocking. Usually when you do a musical, you do it about eight weeks ahead of time. But for some reason, the Lord just really laid it on our, our hearts to start early. And now I know why he did. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, the story, a lot of people know the song, Amazing Grace. And you can listen to any TV show and all of a sudden, Amazing Grace starts. Or a comedy, Amazing Grace. But people don't know John Newton, who wrote the hymn and the story of John Newton. And that's what Amazing Grace is about. Which I saw the movie, and it was amazing. Yes. Pardon the pun. Yes. It it was very, very good. But I cannot imagine Mm -hmm. what it must be like to see it in a musical form. Yes. The music is fantastic. Um, It's the story of John Newton. He is the author and composer of the hymn. Uh, It tells the story of how John, who was a slave trader following in the footsteps of his father Mm -hmm. and in the 1700s and then becoming Europe's greatest abolitionist in fight against slavery and joined forces with William Wilberforce. And uh, he became an abolitionist and fought against slavery and even went back to the islands where he had gone before to capture slaves went and freed them, Mm -hmm. freed them all. And uh, he was a very, had a very tumultuous life. They couldn't put it in the musical, but they highlighted a lot of it. And the story is really about a father's love for a son. Uh, It's a love story. It's a girl's love for her friendship and eventually her love for John Uh, It's about God's redeeming love for the lost. No matter how lost, God's love is chasing you down so he can find you and uh, and do great things with your life. And the real story of the musical is that we are all enslaved by something. Yeah, that's right. And it's all about being a chain breaker. And Mm. that's what the musical is about. And it shows bad part of history, but it also shows the good part of how we can change and those chains can be brought down, you know? And, uh, so it's just a wonderful musical. The, the, um, music was written by a former police officer and composed some, uh, he had help with composing and, uh, the story of that is just wonderful. And, um, so we're doing it for six shows in February, 2023, the last two weekends, already the word has gotten out and people are buying tickets. Um, Former churches that we've been at and our families are at are wanting to bring bus loads down. What's the venue? The venue is at First Baptist Church of Claremont. Oh, wow. They have been in their building less than a year. So it lent itself to a theatrical situation. We were not going to do it in a church because... We did not want people to think that this was like a churchy play, mm-hmm. but it is a Broadway show. But they were like, yes, we would love for you to come and do this. So that church and, has the, the uh, stage and the yes. resources that will put on a Broadway level program. Yes, they have lighting. We'll have to add that. I mean, that's part of 
you know, mm -hmm. fundraising we have to do because we'll have to add some things and have you been doing sets. crowdfunding? Have you been doing that? No, not okay. yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. We've been trying to uh raise money and get sponsors for this. Uh already schools are contacting me and they're saying, Are you gonna do a matinee or a student matinee? Um, and uh, Amazing Grace has provided us with information to do matinees for students, which is a um, tells the story of what mm -hmm. was happening then about slaves and things that were abolitionists, how that came about. We're partnering with a human trafficking uh, ministry as well. And, uh, of course, we're doing it during Black History Month, mm -hmm. celebrating you know, black history. You're covering so many yeah. bases here. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so uh, we're very excited about it, and um, we would love for people to come and see it and support us because we would love to uh, bring some more stories like this to life. It sounds like it's going to sell out all mm -hmm. performances, is yes. what I'm betting. What's the uh, amount of uh, people that? Can come to any one performance do you know uh yes 500 up to okay. 500 and uh but we've already had, our tickets are being sold and uh we have agreements with some hotels there for discounts mm -hmm. for people to stay that are from out of town and uh so we're very excited about that in partnerships wow. so how much uh, how can people find the tickets is there a website yes. that you've There's got set website. up yes it's citrus alliance for the arts.com and they can go on the website they can donate or if they would like to be a sponsor for the show mm -hmm. um, and also they can buy their tickets there as well that's wonderful well it sounds like this is going to be a must-see for anyone who loves yes. music who loves John Newton's story I yes. mean the, again I have not seen the musical but the play itself was so inspiring mm -hmm. and I know this has to be as well it is. It's very inspiring. And the music and the talent is just unbelievable. And uh, I know we were practicing last night and our um, we were just doing music. And I think we were all in tears yeah. by the end of it. Are we you using us. tracks for the music? Or no, no, we have full a lot. Live orchestra. orchestra. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yes, live I'm orchestra. Dying. I'm dying. I'm going to be there, Lord willing. I'm yes. going to come to this thing. Please come and uh, bring everybody you know. It's a way to reach out to the community and um, uh, just get to know what we're doing because we're bringing these type of shows and to that side mm -hmm. <laughs> in the west side and using the talent that is there and making it available because there's so many talented people as i've said that want to use their gifts for the lord you know they're creative mm -hmm. and my whole thing is to uh inspire the creative spirit and entrepreneurial spirit because if god gives you a gift and a talent he's going to give you the opportunity to use it and make a living with it Mm -hmm. you know, I believe so, that. Yeah. You know, there's an old saying that says a person's gift that God gives them makes room for itself in their lives. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that happen over and yes. over and over when, uh, you know, you've, you've got something going on and mm -hmm. you don't even necessarily know it was a God thing. Right. But it was a, it was a God thing. Mm -hmm. And this sounds like a God thing through and through. Mm -hmm. he, when he gives you the vision, he gives you the provision. I like that. And we're claiming that. And we know people that are listening to this, if you want to be a part of this, we would love for you to sponsor it or be involved mm -hmm. in just bringing this to Central Florida. And also, this is the premiere. So we have the producers of the show that are coming down to see it. Oh, Because my I goodness. am the first one to be granted. This is the Florida this. premiere. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would like to say too, um, Shirley mentioned people, uh, you know, going online and getting tickets. So if you're interested in uh, getting your church involved with us, uh, we'd like for you to let us know. You can contact us through the contact uh, link on the website at citrusallianceforthearts.com and uh, reach out to us that way. And there's also going to be uh, a link added uh, in the near future for group, uh, group sponsorships. So you can do it that way as well. Wow, that is so cool. Again, this the end of February, the last two weekends, yes. I think you said, mm -hmm. of February. Yes, the 17th through 19th and the 24th 
through the 26th. In Claremont, in Claremont at First Baptist, First Baptist Church. Of wow. Claremont. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to be excited to be part of yes. what what is true history yes. with regards to the Florida arts, no mm-hmm. doubt about it, uh, to have a, an off-Broadway program mm-hmm. and, uh, here and yet using Broadway talent. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. That is so cool. So all the casting is done by now, right? Yes. Uh-huh. We have all the casting done. And so we are, um, I think we lack maybe some extras. Yeah. There. There, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There are some people who need to move set pieces and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. that we're going to put yeah. in costume. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, but the main cast is, yeah. is set and is wonderful. Wow. I cannot tell you how wonderful that, that God has just blessed us with amazing there's that pun again, mm-hmm. amazing yeah. talent. Yeah, right. right. It, it is truly the word to use when we right. hear this story, mm-hmm. because it is always so refreshing to see God's hand as it unfolds. And he gives us these surprises, bypasses the negatives of mm-hmm. COVID, even with both of you being sick during that time mm-hmm. frame. I mean, you think about it, Barry. I mean, so many people lost their lives during yes. that thing. And yet God brought you two through COVID as he did so many of us, and mm-hmm. and here we are now. It's something that's so exciting. We're going to have to have you back, and when we do come Absolutely. back, we'll talk about Draper Financial Services because this has been so full. I never dreamed that uh, this story was going to unwind just the way that it has, but th- how exciting yes. and to realize that I, I never had taken into account, honestly, up until today, the impact of people moving down from New York, some of them being from Mm -hmm. the music, the Broadway Mm -hmm. connection. Mm -hmm. Never thought about that so much, but Mm -hmm. they're coming down and bringing those wonderful gifts with them. And Missouri, too. Branson, Missouri is kind of in the same situation, and the people from there. And, uh, you know, one of our our lead actors is also from the Sight and Sound uh, Theater up in Pennsylvania as well, and he's moved down. Wow. So... Yeah. This is really an exciting thing. Again, recapping on that, it's Amazing Grace, the musical, and it's going to be in the last two weekends in February. And give us that website one more time. Sure. It is www.citrusallianceforthearts.com. Citrusallianceforthearts.com. Barry and Shirley Draper, thank you for coming in today. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate it. We've really enjoyed it. Well, this has been a blast. And friends, thank you for joining us as well. We'll see you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike.